0: This is Emmanuel Danso. I'm the lead pastor of Grace Innovation Church in London and I want to welcome you to our podcast. Thank you for tuning in and I pray that you are encouraged by this week's message. If you would love to find out more about GI, please visit our website www.gichurch.com and you can also find us on social media platforms. From wherever you're listening, remember that you are empowered by the grace of God. So so I just feel an assignment on my life today to encourage the body of Christ. Because one thing about life is that life happens in some way, shape, or form. Life will hit you in some way, shape, or form. It may not hit you the same way it hits me. It may not hit me the same way it it hits you. But everybody would go through a phase or a season in their life where it comes down to where do you actually dwell? Like, 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 what is actually your steady ship? Because every believer needs a place to dwell. Because the fruit of your life is based on where you dwell. The fruits of your life is based on where you dwell. So if I down, write, write, write this point down, it's not what you're drawn to, it's where you dwell. It's not what you're drawn to, it's where you dwell. And there's many believers who are frustrated with the results that they've seen in their life. How come I'm not able to experience the peace that I feel like the Bible describes? How come I'm not able to experience the joy that he says will overflow my family? How come I'm not able to do this and do that? Why why ain't the fruits that I'm seeing in scripture? Why isn't it evident in my life? The question I'm going to ask you is, where do you dwell? It's not what you're drawn to. If Sunday is the only time you're found in the presence of God, and you wonder why from Monday to Saturday, lust has control over your life, and you wonder why from Monday to Saturday, pride has control over your life, you wonder why from Monday to Saturday, self righteousness takes over you. Because the presence of God is not a place that you dwell, it's a place that you're drawn to, you visit it. But if you're going to live a life that the Bible describes for every believer, we are going to have to take home. Everyone say, take home. Take home. In His presence, no longer should His presence be a place where you come and go, but it should be a place where you sit in and you dwell in for the rest of your life. Look at what it says in Matthew chapter seven twenty-four. Matthew seven twenty-four. If I dare say, I'm there. <laughs> Matthew seven twenty-four. And I'm reading from the CSB version of the Bible. I don't know what CSB stands for. Wow. I'm to take a wild guess. I would say... Christian <laughs> standard Bible. Cool. Yeah. And it says this, Therefore, everyone... Everyone say everyone. Everyone. Who hears these words of mine and acts on them will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain fell, the rivers rose, and the winds blew. And pounded that house. Yet. Everyone say yet. Yes. It didn't collapse. Because its foundation was on the rock. Mm -hmm. But everyone who hears these words of mine. And doesn't act on them. Will be like a foolish man. Who built his house on the sand. The rain fell. The rivers rose. The winds blew. And pounded that house. Yet it collapsed. It collapsed with a great crash. And this verse is somewhat self-explanatory. It distinguishes the life of someone that has built their life on something firm and the life of someone that has built their life on something that is wobbly. When rains come, when storms came, when the troubles of life come, we were able to see what house was able to stand and what house was able to what house sank. But I was reading that scripture this week. I got a different revelation and a different um, perspective out of this verse because I looked at it and I realized that both houses looked the same until there was a storm. I'm going I'm to I'm 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 I'm, I'm say that again. Both houses looked the same until there was a storm. Why that's that so important? Because culture will try to tell you that God is just another option. That you can build your life on what culture says. Or you can build your life on what the word of God says. It looks the same. Mm. Until. Mm. Everyone say until. Until. Until they're going through a crisis and they turn to things to keep them in in, in peace. Mm. whilst we have the prince of peace that's able to. Both houses look the same. Yeah. Which is very. Be careful as a Christian. Yeah. When you look to those who don't serve God yeah. and say if they're succeeding in their ways, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't need all of this. Mm-hmm. But the Bible says that when you see somebody prosper in their way, don't, don't, don't even look their way because the end of theirs is destruction. Yeah. Building, your, building your life on the word of God is the only thing that would keep you. No matter the, no matter the options. That culture, no matter the options, that things outside will try to throw your weight. In culture, it's addition. In the kingdom, it's multiplication. And both of them will look the same for a season. What is 2 plus 2? What is 2 times 2? What is 2 plus 3? <laughs> e. So you don't do math, yeah? <laughs> what is 2 plus 2? Two? Oh. <laughs> yeah. What's 2 plus 2? Four. What's two times two? Four. What's two plus three? Five. My brother. <laughs> Come on. What's two times three? Six. Oh, my days. I thought this part of the sun would go smooth, but it's coming, like It's not what to be in South London now, yeah? This isn't a math lesson. I'm not trying to, like, see if you remember your mathematics. The point I'm trying to make is this. Things will look the same for a season. But in the kingdom of God, it's multiplication. It's not addition. So when people seem to prosper in their own way, and you're thinking, maybe I don't need to serve as much then. Maybe I don't need to fast as much then. Maybe this spiritual thing, because I see what my man does, and I know he don't do half the things I do, but what? Both houses look the same until there was a storm. So maybe the quality or the, the, the check mark of your Christian walk isn't found when things are looking good. Yeah. <laughs> maybe it's found when storms come mm-hmm. and we're able to, di- to differentiate mm-hmm. who is really building their life on the thing that can sustain them yeah. and who is really building their life on the thing that isn't. Yeah. So the only thing I'm going to ask you to do today is build your house on the rock. Amen. Build your house on the rock. Amen. If I the north down, write this point down. Because where you dwell determines how you respond. Where you dwell determines how you respond. It determines your perspective. It determines who you look to, your source or your resource, and it determines how you talk. Let's look at Matthew 26 69. Matthew 26 69. I just want to raise an army of of believers who really dwell in the house of the Lord Mm. and who really build their life on what the king says. I gone on the days where we can't, we can't identify mm. the believers and the non believers. Gone are the days where we're not able to dis, to distinguish. Matthew 26, 6, 6 9. It says it like this. Now Peter, everyone say Peter. Peter. Now Peter was sitting outside in the courtyard. A servant girl approached him and said, Bro, you owe Jesus. But he denied it in front of everyone. I don't know what you're talking about, my bro. When he had gone out to the gateway, another woman saw, saw him and told those who were there, this man was with Jesus. And again, he denied it with an oath. He denied it even more. <laughs> I don't know the man. Up there, like, bro, there's pictures reviewing him, bro. We're like, that's not me. <laughs> Literally, this is what is happening. I don't know the man. And after a little while, those standing there approached Peter and said to him, you really are one of them since even your accent gives, even your accent gives you away. Now pause. Oh. Now pause. It's funny how this passage of scripture is known for um, Peter denying G- Jesus Christ. Mm. But I, ha- I have to give Peter... A little bit of credit here. Because at least they were able to identify that he was, with, that he was one of Jesus based on the characteristics that he had. The lady says, you really are one of them since even your accent gives you away. Peter didn't have to wear, Peter didn't have to announce himself as a disciple of Jesus Christ. People said there's something about you mm. that is that is that is similar to your savior mm. that you can't even deny that you've been around him mm. and i wonder if there's believers today yeah. that people are able to look at your life yeah. and you won't even have to say you're a christian yeah. like bro there's something different about the way you give yeah. there's something different about the way you love like I, I, I like the way in your workplace and they spoke about you and the way you responded mm. like bro like what is it about that, that don't make you fight fire with fire, but you pray yeah. for those that? Yeah, yeah. Mm. They were able to identify that Peter was a follower with Jesus. Yeah. Because of the characteristics that he had. Mm. Because of the way he spoke. Yeah. My question to you today is how are, how how are we speaking? Mm. How are we living? Yeah. How do we serve? Yeah. Is someone down the road that don't even know you? Would they able to say anything about your relationship with, with Jesus Christ? Mm. If somebody saw your text messages, my I'm speaking to you. Well, mm-hmm. well. If they were to read your Snapchat text, well. would they be able to say anything about where you stand with God? Oh, 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 oh. oh. It's actually a good question? Mm. <laughs> and we wonder why. You wonder why this sermon was for me because it was seen in my life. Yeah, people see me trying lifting my hands, not knowing behind the scenes. Mm. But what I was doing, I was destroying my own witness. Are you understand that? And I'm um, this, 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 this ain't a sermon saying that we need to be perfect. And but really and truly, if the things you do, if the fruit that you bear, if someone is not able to identify. That you actually are in a relationship with Jesus, without you saying it, mm. then that's then that's the issue. Mm-hmm. That's the issue. Nobody had to tell Peter; didn't have to have a signboard saying "I'm a follower of Jesus." They said, "Bro, the way you speak even mm-hmm. gives it away. Mm-hmm. You can't even deny this one." Mm-hmm. And I want to raise, and I want us to be an army of believers who is undeniable. About where we spend our time, it's undeniable. About who we serve, it's undeniable. About who we represent. So even though Peter denied Jesus, that's what this one I have to give him credit. That at least they were able to identify him. That bro, because of something that you do, Mm -hmm. we know that you were with the King. So 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 there's 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 a verse in scripture. That I really like and I'd I was like to break break it down real quick if that's cool. Psalm one verse three. I just want us to see the importance of dwelling. Mm-hmm. Psalm one verse verse three. If if, if you're if you're there, say I'm there. It says it like this. They are like trees. This is to talk this talking about anyone that's in fellowship with God. They are like trees planted along the riverbank. They bear fruit each season. Their leaves never wither. Mm. And they prosper in all they do. I'm going to break it down verse for verse. They are like trees planted along the riverbank. Now, a a tree that is planted along the riverbank, this is a type of tree that it doesn't have to depend on rain for its next season. Because it's so connected to its source. That anything that it would ever need, because it is right next to, planted, next to the thing that is actually um, designed to sustain it. This tree doesn't have to depend on rain. There could be a drought for 10 years, but this tree will continually be nourished. Mm. The Bible is saying that if you live life, cool. let let me go step step, by step. But this tree doesn't have to depend on rain. And if you're a believer that is planted next to the riverbank, you won't have to depend on anything. Mm. You won't have to depend on the government schemes. Mm. You won't have to depend on the stats and statistics. You won't have to depend on what what is happening around you because you're so connected to the person who sees things before it even happens. The person who's able to give you insight, who's able to give you knowledge. Mm. It says that their leaves will never wither. They bear fruit every season. Imagine what your life will look like. Mm. Where you bear fruit every season. Winter, you bear fruit. Mm. Summer, you bear fruit. Mm. Autumn, you bear fruit. Fall, you bear fruit. And then rejection, you bear fruit. Mm. And and, and acceptance, you bear fruit. I get the job, you bear fruit. I don't get the job, you bear fruit. They leave me. You bear through. They come away. way. You bear through. Yeah. Imagine what your life will look like. Mm-hmm. where This is the life that God has designed for every believer. Yeah. It's my goal that you bear through in every season. Mm. That the season don't dictate to you. But no matter what happens, yeah. you're able to flourish. And it says this, and they prosper in all they do. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Give me that life. But, everyone say but. but This ain't talking to every tree. Right. This is talking to the tree that is planted next to the river, That's yeah. And many of us want the fruits of God for not the devotion. Yeah. That God guests do that. You know what I'm saying, but me, but me and you don't need to speak all week. But I don't let you do that. We want the benefits of God, but not the devotion. Not knowing that in your devotion with God, you won't even need to offer for benefits. Yeah. It comes with it. Yeah. Family, I just want us to live a life that is devoted, mm-hmm. where we dwell, where we build our life on the on the rock, yeah. where we build our life on the rock. Amen. Because the enemy will do anything to make sure that you don't stay planted, mm-hmm. because he knows that. And if your are right, if you're right, 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 right to point down. Where you dwell becomes a shelter. Where you dwell becomes a shelter. Psalm 91. Psalm 91. Psalm 91 verse 1. Psalm 91 verse, 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 verse 1. It says, He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will remain secure and rest in the shadow of the Almighty whose power no enemy can withstand. I will say of the Lord, He's my refuge. He's my fortress. My God in whom I trust. For he will save you from the trap of the fowler Mm -hmm. and from the deadly pestilence. Mm -hmm. He will cover you and completely protect you with his pinions. And under his wings, you will find refuge. His faithfulness is a shield and a wall. You will not be afraid of the terror of night nor the arrow that flies by day nor the pestilence that stalks in darkness nor the destruction that lays waste at noon a thousand may fall at your side and ten thousand at your right hand but danger will not come near you because you have made the Lord your refuge even the most high your dwelling place no evil will befall you, nor will any plot come near your tent. For he will command his angels in regard to you to protect you, to defend you, to guard you in all of your ways. They will lift you up with their hands so that you will not even strike your foot against a stone. You will tread upon the lion. You will tread upon the cobra. You will tread upon the young lion and the serpent because he has set his love on me. Therefore, I will save him. I will set him high. Because he knows my name, trusted and relies on me, knowing I will never abandon him. He will call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will rescue him and I will honor him. With long life, I will satisfy him and I will let him see my salvation. Amen. Psalm so 91 is that scripture that I can read. Mm. I say, God, this is the life that you promised me. Yeah, but This ain't speaking to everybody. The first verse says, he who dwells. Yeah. This ain't speaking to the person that comes and goes. This is speaking to the person who dwells. Yeah. You can quote that all you want, but if you miss the he who dwells, what everything you've just read, it don't even apply to you. Family, are you seeing the importance yeah. of, of, of what it is? To really dwell in the presence of God daily, building your life on what He says, having relationship union with Him. The enemy don't want this life for you, so He would make sure that one you're unaware of this, and two you don't have a covering. And this has been His trick from the beginning. Ask Eve. The serpent goes, Eve. Did God really say you can't eat this fruit? Eve said, No, he didn't say that, but he did say, You know what I'm saying? Wow. The, the <laughs> serpent goes, That's not true. Because, for God knows that the day you eat this fruit, you'll become like him. Eve said, Wow. This ain't even a point that I'm trying to make, but well, I just can't skip the fact that, one, that Eve that Eve even entertained conversation with the serpent. See, there's certain things that we pray for mm. that you won't need even need to pray for if you don't even entertain. Mm. Cool. But well, I ain't got time to, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. If that's for you, then you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> we're, we're praying over a heartbreak and you know something was going on David. You know it. But because you were lonely, you were allowed unqualified people. And now you're questioning every single person. You said, we never, i the the DM. You, you, anyways, cool. <laughs> Moving on. Really and truly, there's certain, you see, there's certain things you won't even need to pray for healing from if we're even in union with the father. Because you be like, don't, don't do that. Don't go there. Nah. Cool. If entertain, conversation with the serpent. And the serpent says, if you eat this fruit, you'll become like God. So what if I told you that Eve didn't eat the fruit because she was hungry? That Eve ate the fruit because she didn't really know who she really was? The serpent said you'll become like God. But a few chapters earlier, God said, let me make man in my image, and in my likeness. So Eve was already like God. But because she was unaware of who she was, she was able to submit to the enemy's schemes. Again, that's even the point I'm trying to make. But that's the sermon in there. So cool. They they, eat their fruit now. Now this is the point I'm trying to make. They eat the fruit, yeah. Then the Bible says that, and they realized Mm. that they were naked. Mm. Pause. For them to realize that they were naked, that tells me that they were naked all along. Mm. But because they were covered, Mm. they didn't have to fend for themselves now. Because they were in union, because they were in union with the Father, they were covered. The moment that ended, they're like, "Yo, I don't feel that covering anymore." The Bible says they realized that they were naked, which tells me that they were naked all along. But because they were covered, the enemy knows that number one, in order for me to have my way in your life, I have to remove your covering. Ask Joe. The enemy goes, God. Uh, he, he removed his head around Job, and I know that I'll be able to do what, what I like. See, and covering is found in where you dwell. Mm. Covering is found to where you run to for safety. Mm. So when the Bible says that this, that when like um, David said that God is my hiding place and mm. my refuge, yeah. this is where this is who I run to yeah, yeah, yeah. for my shelter. Yeah. But today, believers don't really run to the presence of God. They only run when they, when, 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 what's the word? When it's convenient or when they, when they need to. Mm. But it's not a habit that we have. And the Bible is saying in order for you to bear the fruit that the Bible describes, you have to live a devoted life and build your house on the rock. Yeah. And, 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 and what's so beautiful about this is that God desires his life for us more than us. God desires for us to dwell. He wants to be your firm foundation. This is why he says in John 15, verse 6, that I'm the vine and you're the branch. As you live in union with me as your source, fruitfulness will stream from within you. But when you live separated from me, you are powerless. If a person is separated from me, he is discarded. Such branches are gathered up and thrown into the fire to be burned. Mm. No wonder why David says in Psalm 27 verse verse 4, out of everything he could have asked for, David said that one thing I ask from the Lord, this only do I seek, that I may dwell Mm. in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. Because David knew that anything he would ever need it's found in where he dwells. So he saying, I don't know about you, but as for me, one thing that I desire, mm. one thing that I seek, mm-hmm. is that I may dwell in the house of the Lord That's it. all the days of my life. Mm. How do we dwell? Read your Bible. Pray. Build your things on things at last. Mm. Don't be seeking your affirmation from culture. Don't be seeking affirmation and things you're supposed to be affirming mm-hmm. and I really feel like this message is a, is, is a, is a, is a wake up call and a charge for everyone here that if you've left the secret place it's cool but return yeah. this ain't even about you being saved this is beyond salvation yeah. this is about a secret place where the benefits of your salvation is found I don't know who I'm speaking to, if I'm speaking to anybody at all. But if this message was for you, and you know that, you know, I ain't really been building my house in the rock, you know. The presence of God in a place where I dwell. God sent me here all the way from North London to tell you to return home. Because he misses you. And he wants you to build your life with Him, on Him, and from Him. Thank you for listening to today's sermon. I pray that you have been encouraged, edified, and most of all, gained an understanding of the Word of God. Don't forget to follow us on our social media platforms, Facebook and Instagram. God bless.